of course, it's really hard with climate change right now. And like, you want everybody to go vegan so quickly, but I think you'll get more people to go vegan in the end if you really meet them where they're at. It's something that is true. Climate change is very real right now. It's affecting everybody. Um, so you can't really like say anything about that. Once you know, you kind of like, the switch kind of changes in your brain and you think of everything differently. What would be your TED Talk topic of choice? It's a very good icebreaker question for adults, but I can't really imagine many 10-year-olds having to think about it. Well, when Genesis Butler was just 10 years old, she didn't even have to question that she was going to discuss healing the planet when she did her own TED Talk on climate change. Starting off with an interest in animal rights, Genesis quickly realised that climate change was a major issue that had to be dealt with as soon as possible. She started with some humble social media postings with the aim of getting discussions going among family and friends, but that quite quickly turned into a big follower base and the responsibility that came with reaching thousands of people with each post. Genesis has gone on to do amazing things with her life already. Um, she's spoken at global events, she's done a TED talk, as I said, she's nearly got the Pope to go vegan. Um, she was in the Vatican, nearly met him. She's an advocate for self-educating veganism and being as proactive as possible with your beliefs. Uh, to me, things like amazing success can be any small goal achieved by anyone. And the reason Genesis is so successful is not necessarily because she's achieved great things or she's done all the things that I just listed. It's just that she's acted on an important value and she's set goals and hit them. When we talk about young leaders and uh, youth activists, I think there's still some debate around what their primary role is. Is it to raise awareness? Is it to actually get involved with policy making and give a voice to young people? I mean, perhaps all of the above. But I just think when you talk to people like Genesis, what's really wonderful is they have this license to act on something that they're very passionate about. And whilst it's a negative cause overall, it does give you hope to talk to people like Genesis. It does give you real faith that things are going to happen and that action is going to be taken. So I hope you really enjoy the episode. Genesis is an absolute force and may there be many more Genesises. Genesis, Genesis is out there. Right, Genesis, well, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so first of all, can you tell us the problem that you're trying to solve, what that is? So the problem that I'm really trying to solve is climate change. At first, I started off with um, just being an animal rights activist, but then I figured out how climate change has to do with the animals and I'm fighting for the animals so then um I realized that this was something that was really important for me to focus on and to speak about because I have siblings and I want them to have a planet to live on a thriving planet to live on so I know that I have to do whatever I can so that I can make sure that they do have a thriving planet to live on and also for future generations I don't want to leave this planet messed up where they can't live comfortably on this planet I want them to have a planet where they don't have to worry about this issue so I want to fight for it so that's the main issue that I focus on. Amazing and how did that stem from animal rights how did you start off 
thinking that the animal rights uh, issues were, were something that you wanted to spend time on? Um, the way that I started off with that, so first I became vegan when I was six, and then that's when I started to um, look up other issues that have to do with veganism, like what does it have to lead to, and then I figured out about the climate, and then um, that's when at first I like... I knew about what was happening to the environment, but I still was focused on animal rights. And then um, I was asked to give a TED talk when I was 10. And then I figured out um, more about the climate and how animal agriculture is harming our environment, which was something that I never really heard about. I heard about it a little bit, but it wasn't really talked about. So that is when I decided to give my TEDx talk um, based on animal agriculture and how it's harming our environment. So then I thought, well, this is something that is super important and that needs to be talked about. So um, that's what really led me into being an animal rights activist and then becoming a climate activist because it's all connected. Yeah, I'll share the uh, I'll share the link to your TED talk because that's, that's definitely worth a watch. Um, did how did that come about? Like, did you get involved through school and then your school recommended you, or is it something that? You know, they saw your page. Did you have a big enough platform where Ted got in touch? I don't really know how that process works. Um, at that time, I didn't really have a big platform. It was like, like I had followers, but not that many. Because originally, I started my Instagram account because I wanted um, just like my friends and family to follow me. And then I started getting followers from people that I didn't know, and then it just kept on building up. So then I just continued with posting. But um. At that time, I didn't have that big of a following, and one of my mom's friends, she worked for TED, so she actually recommended me um, and said that I should apply. So I kind of just applied um, because I was... 10 when I gave the talk but it was I was like nine when I first was asked to give the talk yeah so me and my mom like we were like thinking like oh well I mean it's like it's worth the shot because I was like I was 10 so it was like are they really are they really gonna choose a 10 year old because there's so many people that apply for this TED talk so it was just kind of like okay like let's just apply and that's when they ended up accepting me so that was just that kind of happened from just like a friend being like oh you should apply and then yeah, that, I mean, it's it's wicked. You're right. It must be crazy as a 10 year old saying, oh, you're going to do a TED talk. Did everything sort of change after that? Or was it, you know, was that just a stepping stone or did things kind of blow up when you did the TED talk and people started watching it? Um, it kind of did when I did do the TED talk. But then um, after my TED talk, I did a million dollar vegan where I asked the Pope to go vegan for Lent. And that is what also drawed a lot of attention because a lot of people figured out about this campaign and were supporting it. Um, and that was I did that when I was like 12 and 13. Wow. Um, and we traveled all over. And then we actually made it inside of the Vatican. We were traveling. We went to like Rome. We went to New York. We went to London. Amazing. We went all over for that campaign um so yeah the TEDx talk was like the first kind of step into it because um since I am focusing on like the climate like a lot of the things that I'm asked to do now are based on the climate so mm. um it did really help and it helped educate me when I gave this TED talk because I had to learn and I had to memorize it for so long that it was kind of like well like this is something that's super important and that's when people um still weren't really talking about animal agriculture and how it's harming the environment so um I just keep on getting asked and now I'm getting asked to go into like these big spaces like I've talked to um world leaders about at a food summit about why it's so important to shift to a plant-based food system so mm -hmm. um I do talks like that now so yeah the TED talk did really help me yeah did you just a quick side question did you meet mm -hmm. the Pope did he respond to the campaign mm -hmm. nice I did I did meet the Pope but it was kind of like 
so I went and I heard his public speaking and I seen I like saw him in front of me and he walked by and I'm sure everybody at the Vatican knew why I was there because yeah. um, I was asked to go into the Vatican by somebody that worked inside and that knew like how um, that they could get me in. But when he saw me, he like came towards me and then like his guards kind of like made him go like the other way. Oh. So I did see him like he was like this close to me, but I didn't actually talk to him. But I talked to a high priest that um, knows him and like, works with him and he gave my letter to the pope and that's when i got a letter back from the pope and it said like that he supports all my activism and he hopes that um he says that he yeah that he supports all my activism he never really gave answers like yes or no mm. if he was gonna go plant-based um but he didn't end up going plant-based but at the very end of it it was still a very successful campaign because we got a lot of people to end up going vegan for Lent, and they ended up sticking with it i got so many messages and everybody was like oh wow like i tried going vegan for lent and i love it and i feel so much better i'm so much healthier now and they also ended up sticking with it so um yeah, I did see him, but we didn't talk face to face. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I know these are a bit of sort of silly questions, but I suppose it's cool how you get to meet all these amazing people. I mean, like, who's the wildest person that you've given a talk to? What's the sort of craziest um, experience you've had? Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, mean wild um, as in who was nuts. I mean, what was the craziest experience? Mm -hmm. um, one of the craziest experiences was my talks, I would say. Um maybe speaking at the world food summit for um all the leaders like there was the people of like all the big corporations there and I spoke to them um I'd probably say that one was because like we saw like kings from like Africa and they had like their big like um I don't know what they're called but like they had like the like the crowns on and like mm. there was like a lot of really high people there um that one was probably it and I think that one I remember it a lot because um since there were so many adults and like there was only like a little bit of kids there like that was like the first time that I was like with like a whole bunch of adults and um seeing them being more open to kids and then that time that I spoke I was still pretty young I was probably like 11 or 10 yeah no I was probably like 11 or 12 and then my dad texted my mom and he was like did nobody clap for Genesis and then she's like why how do you know that and because I said like I was talking about plant-based eating and um saying why it's so important to shift to it and these are these big leaders of like these food companies and they don't really want to hear that they don't want to hear it coming from a kid so then he's like yeah I, I seen this tweet on Twitter and it said um it says something like Gen Genesis Butler gives her talk and that's why nobody clapped for her because I know what she's saying is incorrect so that like really like like whenever I see like tweets like that like it makes me like happy because I know people are listening because yeah. I wouldn't want like the whole audience be clapping because that means that they're already aware of it I want them to figure out about this and um because you're gonna have to learn about it one way or another and if you're harming our planet so um that was one of like the crazy experiences was like talking to these leaders because it's so important for them to know about this and for them to have youth like telling them why it's so important to speak about this because if not then they're not gonna feel the pressure and they'll just try to keep things the same yeah yeah it's such that's such an interesting point because i I, am a, I mean i'm a teacher right so i you know i i think it's really important having i, I learn most of my stuff from my kids i think they teach more me more than i teach them um but i imagine and I suppose when I, you know, when it comes to my own knowledge, like my own background in environmental science, I think I know my stuff. 
But it must be so interesting talking to a room full of adults, you know, if because you, I, I don't know if you feel like you really need to know your stuff or, or if you memorize it or what, but do you feel like other people know more while you're talking to them and you're the youth ambassador and that's the importance? Or do you genuinely feel like you're teaching a room of people about new things? Um, well, I actually have been trying to get into more spaces where I'm teaching people rather than telling them, um, like things that they already know, because I used to speak at a lot of VetchFest, um, but then I speak at some of them now, but I feel like I want to go to more spaces where there's people that haven't heard about this, because, I mean, at VetchFest there's some people that are vegan but not activists, so I can talk to them about the importance of being an activist because everybody's voice is needed, but I would rather go into more spaces where there's people who are either people in power that need to hear this stuff and that need to feel the pressure from the youth but also to speak to people who don't really know about veganism or don't know all the vegan options like um I've been speaking to a lot of youth lately. I go to the Boys and Girls Club and I'll talk to them about plant-based eating because it's very important for kids to know also because mm. some of their parents just don't tell them where their food is coming from. So for me to tell them why it's so important to go plant-based and all the ben- all the benefits of it. Um, and also speaking to adults and telling them like if they have kids to support their kids if they ask questions and to answer their questions because at the time that I asked my mom to go vegan, she told me it's really important to question adults but then like when I asked her like where my chicken nuggets were coming from she kind of like oh the grocery store but didn't say where it was really from so um if I didn't continue asking her like what really is this and I probably wouldn't have known until I was older so um yeah I think it's really important to get into these spaces where people don't know because I don't want to go into spaces where everybody does know where it's just like they're hearing something um again but I would want people to hear it for the first time and kind of plant a seed and I know that um if I speak to somebody either they'll fully go plant-based or they'll try to shift to it more um because I feel like it's very important to meet people where they're at because of course I want everybody to be vegan but I think that it's really hard if I tell people like it's so important to be vegan so like for them to go vegan overnight I would want them to start slowly or if they can fully jump into it but I know not everybody can do that right now um so yeah just saying like telling people like the importance of um changing like for example, their plant-based milks. Like if they're having regular milk right now, they can switch to plant-based milk because we have so many vegan milks. So um, just changes like that. But yeah, I think it's really important to speak to people who don't know about these issues. Yeah, I, I think just going back a second, I think that's um, or you know, a few sentences. That's what a lot of people I speak to actually say is like, you know, a lot of the time people will push away if you're told go vegan straight away, you know, it's, or vegans, you know, you're, you're wrong, I'm right sort of thing. Um, and it's doing it gradually. And I guess that, you know, it's it's, it's amazing really trying to get into those spaces because that's probably the most difficult task of all is trying to talk to people who don't agree. Um, and again, I feel like it must be, you know, again, you, you, sound, you sound like, you know, so experienced with doing all this. So it's not necessarily a right comparison, but I talk to young people daily who probably don't feel like they have a voice. And it sounds like you've managed to find that balance of, you know, being persuasive and, you know kind with a message but also very determined with it uh how do you when you when you come across resistance you know be it aggressive or just passive you know whatever it is but when you come across resistance to your ideas is it kind of like a approach of okay you know use your own thing i'm not going to try and persuade you here are the facts but or do you you know do you kind of follow it how how do you deal with resistance in your messaging 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like sometimes I do get that sometimes, not often anymore, because when, like, you're telling people, like, our planet is on the line, you can't really say anything about that. Like, it's something that is true. Climate change is very real right now. It's affecting everybody. Um, so you can't really, like, say anything about that. So I feel like, um, with all of the causes that plant-based eating can help with, like, with your health and the climate and the animals, um, if you're talking to somebody, they have to care about at least one of them. Um, and if they don't care about, like, the planet, I'm sure that they have friends, they have family that are on this planet. So um, you have to care for somebody, even if it's not for yourself. So I think that talking to people, if they don't, like, really want to listen, because it is something hard to, like, like hear about and to talk about um especially if people are still eating these foods because then they feel kind of like attacked like oh wow like well she's plant-based and then they can kind of feel like well she wants me to go plant-based and um kind of like but they don't want to do it or like they don't want to hear this but they're gonna um have to accept it one day and they know that climate change is something that is very important that needs to be spoken about. Um, and especially like talking to parents right now, like parents that have kids or um, if you have like cousins, like people have like family, of course. So um, I think that when there is people like that, I kind of try to meet them wherever they're at. And like, I'm really good at picking up like with body language. Like if I'm talking about like the animals and they're like happy about it or if they're just kind of like, like about this again so I'll like switch to like talking about like the planet and talking about the importance or I'll talk about the health so um I think with all of those three causes and say like if people don't really care about any of them um then there's going to be somebody else you can talk to that will care about it and then eventually they will have to care um but I think just like some people are just like stuck in their ways, which they can't like they feel like they can't change. But I know that like people um, I have my, my grandma, and my grandpa, and he used to eat meat for breakfast, lunch and dinner. And now he barely eats it like um, every two months or so. So like switches like that, like even though like he's still eating it, he's not eating it as much. So just like meeting people where they're at and understanding, because at one point we probably ate those foods that they were eating. So just like understanding and meeting them where it's where they're at even though that it could be hard because um of course it's really hard with climate change right now and like you want everybody to go vegan so quickly but I think you'll get more people to go vegan in the end if you really meet them where they're at so yeah I have had people like that that don't really want to change but then once you talk to them more then they um start to understand more yeah oh, it's, it's such a mature way of looking at it I think it's it's what I suppose everyone would think that they should do but it's very difficult to do so um fair play i think that's amazing um, nice one um and how does all this fit into things like school and because it sounds it sounds like a lot you know it sounds like talking you've got to prep for and working with other organizations um and i i'm just interested like with with sort of a young person's life how does it fit in with everything that you're that you've got on um, the way that really fits in with everything, well, I'm homeschooled right now. I'm taking two college courses right now um, that are online, but before I did go to school, and I feel like um, I still have, like, friends that are online, and, like, I see my friends and stuff, Um, but I think 
every like youth right now is very worried about the climate. So it really does fit in with like schooling because I think that like talks are being brought up or just like even being at school, like a lot of schools don't have AC, it's really hot. And that's a part of climate change is the climate um, constantly changing. Like a lot of um, these schools out here, I'm in California, a lot of them don't have AC right now because before they never needed AC, but now it's getting so hot that um, you need AC and it's very hot. And like the same for like my house, when my house was built, it never needed an AC, so it doesn't have one. So um, things like that, like climate change is happening and we feel it, we're seeing it. Um, so I think that this is always brought up and it's something that youth want to talk about right now and want to figure out what can they do um, to help this because it's happening to everyone. And um yeah, it's not getting cold when it's supposed to be. It's not being hot. Like we're supposed to be having the fall weather. Like I want to start wearing sweaters, but it's so it's so hot outside. Like I'm yeah. burning. So like stuff like that. Like I feel like it does fit in with school because even if um like it's not hot or cold and people aren't talking about that, like it's being brought up in school or we're learning about it. Um, so things like that. I feel like it does really fit in with school and especially with youth right now. Um how there's so many youth activists like you can meet a youth activist online or you can meet one in person or if you go to a demo so um things like that I think that it really fits in with everything just being an activist and I think if you're an activist you kind of have like an instinct to like always like kind of like talk about it or like bring it up in a conversation so I think that um it really does have to go with everything just like talking about it and youth they want to talk about this and they want to figure out what they can do um to how they how they can become activists and how they can get involved um and I know that this is something that is like for sure that youth do want to be involved because I started um during quarantine because I couldn't go out and do demos so I started um my youth climate safe and we have organizations all over the world we have chapters um we have them in Africa and Dubai and these are all youth who are talking about animal agriculture and it's linked to climate change so um we have over 80 chapters now so that's showing that youth do want to hear about this and that they do want to talk about this and that we're really trying and doing all that we can so I feel like um animal agriculture and talking about this and educating your friends about this and um even if like you're not educating them like simply like bringing food to school like if they try it and they're like or if you like pull out like a sandwich and it's like um a ham and mayo sandwich and they're like oh, but I thought you were vegan. So then like that is like something that you can bring up and say like, oh, well, I can still eat all these vegan foods and let them try it. And then they'll know like this is something that they'll like and that they want to try more. So um, just doing stuff like that. And yeah, I think that the food one does really help because mm -hmm. I've always done that since I went vegan, like bringing good vegan food because I think that that's something that like people um, talk about a lot is like, oh, vegans can't eat anything. But then if you show them like, oh, I can eat this and that, then they'll really want to try it yeah yeah i could see that being a big thing i know when people talk about like a new vegan thing that tastes amazing they just latch onto <laughs> it yeah does it feel like it's weird it's totally it's a bad word but does it feel like a bit of a responsibility or it, it's nice that you're all talking about it at school um but like i i know you know i know lots of people have loads and loads of followers these days on social media and things like that but does it feel like a bit of a weight to be talking about this stuff you know heavy topics um when you know it's again it's nice that you, lots of people around you are talking about it but it must feel like it's sort of not 
natural for a young person or maybe it completely does these days like you said there are lots of there are a lot of youth activists which is amazing but what does it feel like um I think it can feel like very like um like pressure sometimes to talk about it because I think like since it's such an issue and since like you feel it and you see this happening um like you kind of feel like you have to talk about it which is sad because I wish I didn't have to talk about this and I wish that um like with like my mom like she like is always like apologizing like that she's so sorry that um like she knew about climate change but it wasn't as bad as it was now so like they didn't her generation didn't really feel like they had to talk about it um which I wish that our generation we didn't have to worry about climate change but I feel like um this is an issue right now so we do have to talk about it so um the only thing that we can do is use our voices and get other youth involved so sometimes it does feel kind of hard having to talk about this issue because it's like our planet is basically like dying and you have to talk about this which is something that is really sad but um I think with all the youth activists now it's very hopeful because youth are the ones that are going to be the future generation on this planet so we're going to be the ones that are running these big corporations that are harming our planet and that um, we're going to be the world leaders so we'll be the ones that are able to help make a big change because I feel like youth have to be the ones that are the leaders right now because we have our world leaders right now who will make promises to us and say that they're going to help with climate change and then we see nothing being done so I think that um, it makes you really hopeful seeing youth that are using their voice right now and becoming an activist. And um, even though it will be a while till we can be like the world leaders in the world, we still have um, young people who are talking to politicians and um, doing anything that they can. So I think seeing changes like that and seeing youth getting into these big spaces is something that is really making me hopeful. So um, sometimes it can feel very like sad to have to talk about this but I see all the youth who are fighting for um this cause and for our planet so it makes me very hopeful yeah yeah I, I mean I agree with that from my perspective I think it, it's awesome speaking to young people about this because they're all quite fired up um and again I, I speak to young people quite often who, who know about this uh and what's for those sorts of people but who you know don't necessarily have a platform or a voice but I think they're getting into it from your experience do you think there's any specific things you'd recommend to just start stepping into that ladder of either activism or environmental work or you know the non-traditional academic routes uh, sorry not the academic routes like I know you can do that but the non-traditional routes to try and get into this sort of work in order to get a platform and a voice and, and become involved in it um, well, the first step I would say is probably to do research about it. Our generation is very lucky because we have phones and computers and we can go to the library if we don't have that. But I think educating yourself is something that is very important. That was the first step that I took because then you can really know like the importance of it. Um, and then you can share that with other people, like simply researching some facts can really help. Um, because if you look up like facts with climate change or whatever topic that you're focusing on, um, then if there's some that really shock you, like one that really shocked me was that every single second, one acre of forest are being chopped down to put the animals there and to grow their food crops. So that's something that I always share with people because um, that really shows them like every single second, like that's time and that's happening all the time that our rainforest that we need to breathe are being chopped down so facts like that if one shocks you to share that with other people so that they can know this um 
And another thing I would say um, is join other youth if you're becoming an activist, because um, there are some youth activists who become an activist, but then either don't stick with it because they don't have support or they don't know like how to get involved. So um, there's a lot of youth organizations now that you can join that mm. have youth that feel the same way as you. Um, and then also just like looking up um, like vegan youth activists or activists that um are like nearby you or even if they're far from you just that you can have that support and then a lot of activists do go through the same thing so having an activist friend really helps because then you can ask like if you're going through something like ask like oh well have you went through this and how have you dealt with it um and then to like have like that support because that can also really help um mm. and are there any are there any um sorry just latching onto that are there any specific organizations that you could join online that you know of i know they could google it themselves but just in case you know a few good ones couple of good ones that they can um, just sign up to like the newsletter i have my youth climate save organization and we have chapters all over and we have a lot of youth so people can connect um and then there's also um there's actually a lot of youth organizations mm. right now there's a lot of like chapters and um climate organizations that are started where people are at so i would actually recommend those so if like you have like an organization close to you um or like whatever area that you're in so that um you can have people close to you and like meet up with those people or so you could talk to them but there's um organizations all over right now yeah no for sure definitely um and i so just just on that because i i think you know people listening to this will get a lot from it uh, particularly young people I think it's it's awesome it's a great story and I think that yeah people just need to feel that sort of oomph to be like oh yeah my voice matters and I can definitely get involved with things um, and I know like you said you started off in animal rights I feel like uh, it might revolve around veganism but something that we always ask uh, our guests on the end of this podcast is what would be one thing that you recommend people do to help our planet's situation at the moment um one thing that I would probably recommend would be um probably educating yourself because I think that's like really like the first like big step because once you know like you kind of like it's like you like a switch kind of changes in your brain and you think of everything differently like um with me like after I educated myself on the environment and animal agriculture and how it's harming um our planet I now like whenever I go to the grocery store like before walking past the meat section was just like nothing but now knowing like what really has to go into this and seeing like all of the animals like stuff like that like you look at it differently or um just like thinking twice before you speak or being more compassionate towards all kinds so I think like once you educate yourself that's like really the first step because then you can one educate others you can um give talks about this you can educate your friends and your family and that is kind of like a domino effect because i really do believe that one person can make a big change um which i think like some people talk about that like a lot it's like oh if i'm one person like i don't know what i can do but then if you talk to another person tell them about why you're plant-based and then they'll talk to another place a person about why they should go plant so it's kind of like a domino effect and this is something that really need just like anything right now um is just people being aware of this and educating others so i would probably say educating themselves first sounds perfect what a, what a force thank you so much genesis absolute legend. um yeah amazing <laughs>